have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. Check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend, and thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. If your guy or girl's got facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. Hey, Dave. Hey, Ryan. You know what time it is? Yeah, it's time for the Twisted Crypt Haunted House. Holy cow. Opening night, Friday, September 20th, 2019. The first 30 paid guests get a free t-shirt. That's right. They're open all Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through Halloween. Friday and Saturday, they're open 7 to 11.30, and Sunday, they're open 7 to 10. Where are they located? 5420 East State Street in Rockford, Illinois. Right behind Tom and Jerry's and Uncle Nick's. Awesome. We'll see you there. Hell yeah. Sir, what's going on? Oh, you know, hanging out, hanging out. 
Yep. Um, so, everybody's going to raid Area 51. Yeah. Right? You haven't heard much about it lately. No, it's one of those things that kind of like fizzles out. Um, but that's happening real time for the listeners in like two weeks. Yeah. September 20th is our raid Area 51 date. Mm-hmm. Right? And do you think Eric's going to do it? you think people are still going to show up? I still think people will show up. I think somebody, I think there's many people out there. I don't think they're actually going to try and cross the line. Because I think they're going to have, I think Area 51 is going to go ahead and put like tanks at the entrances specifically. Now you may have, I don't know, you may have some fucking stupid people that'll try and go through like not at the main entrances. They're going to try and like sneak in, but they've got shit to catch all that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Motion detectors right. and all this shit hidden I still within think at like, least 50 people get arrested you think so it'll be interesting but it, it, i agree it has really kind of faded mm-hmm. and they've even on that facebook like thing that the that was started up there uh they put out like do not go don't do this because i think uh you know nobody wants to get arrested like for inciting, inciting it yeah yeah so being being the one that's in the, re- the cause of it yeah so who who really did that? Now you said it was well, Joe Rogan. That's what originally I was told, and Joe Rogan came out and said something. Then the next thing I hear, a couple weeks later, this other guy—they yeah. they keep pushing this other guy that yeah. put it out, and he's the one that did. So now I'm trying to figure out, well, why did Joe Rogan come out and say that he did that? Right. Unless he was just joking, and it just happened to be what I saw, and I never because that's what I right. saw. He, him right. saying. Yeah, I created this thing. Maybe he said but, it, and then the guy created the event. Maybe. You know, maybe he's like, yeah, we should all fucking storm it on September 20th. And the dude was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Let's so do without it. Joe Rogan physically creating the page, yeah, maybe he the created the idea yeah, of he it said the idea. with the whole Lazar interviews right, and all that. Right. And that could be. But, yeah, so that, this, this other fucking guy yeah, Mark, has started it. Mark Tiny Dick or something, that was his name. <laughs> yeah. Well... Anyways, I whoever I think that guy, Tiny Dick or whatever, went down there and said like, "Don't actually do this." Well, how about you just delete the fucking thing then? Yeah, that's what he should do. And and here's the other thing: like, let's say I created a page that said, "Uh, we're gonna we're gonna raid the White House on September 20th." Facebook would shut that down, mm-hmm. hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if, if I. Barely should be getting a knock or, on the door. No, hang on. Let, let's redo this because they may say, yeah, let's raid the wild because Trump's there. Let's say I put on there, we're all going to raid Hillary Clinton's fucking residence because she can't suicide all of us. There you go. Facebook would shut that shit down, especially if it started getting like hundreds of thousands of followers. Right. All saying, yeah, fuck that bitch. We're going right. to find all the How dead many followers bodies. around that, do you think, right now? What, the Area 51 thing? Yeah. Back in the oh, I thought you were still in. I'm sorry. No. It'll only take six minutes to log back in. But we got we got fucking hour and 42.7 minutes. 42.7, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I looked at it and thought, oh, it's 47, not 42. I uh, how Dave does this, man. <laughs> it's a common apple core math, dude. Common apple core? Yeah. No I feel problem. like Bill Nice sitting in the studio with me right now. <laughs> uh, what is that? Raid Area 51? Yeah. Bueller. Bueller. Disconnected. 
This is what it was doing last time. There's me. Jesus Christ. Stormier for doing that raid. 80,000. Only 80,000 people now. Was it in the millions? Yeah. Or did they remove it? No, the very first one. Right there. Yeah, but how did all those people just stop following all of a sudden? There was a million before. Yeah. Now there's only fucking 80,000? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I don't think this is the same thing. So how do you go from multiple millions down to just a mere 80,000? Because the guy on there said don't do it. So they're like, oh, well, so then do it. So you, you were able to convince basically a million people to unlike the page? I'm guessing. I don't know, man. Did you unlike it? Or are you still? Yeah, I unliked it. Okay, so maybe. Well, whatever. Okay, so yeah, it's really losing some steam. We went from whatever million to down to 80,000. It's pretty pathetic. I'm almost thinking at this point, nobody's going to fucking go. Oh, no, oh. you're looking at the wrong one. Area 51 raid event organizer says FBI showed up to his house. Yeah, you're looking at the wrong one. Yeah. There's one that's uh, 2077065 Okay, so what's that one called? Storm Area 51, comma. They can't stop us all. There's a comma in there. So do Storm Area 51. Or Strom. You can Strom it if you want to. <laughs> There you go. Okay. Now, see, that's what I'm saying. There's something hokey about that. So we didn't get a millions and millions of people to unfollow. Yeah, we're at... Uh, Two million are going. 1.5 million are interested. So <laughs> you have a half a million people that are going, but they're not interested in this. Mm-hmm. But they're going. <laughs> no, that, that would, so, actually, that would be three and a half million people. Because too many people are set up as going, because you can only oh. click one. Yeah, that's true. So you can only click so one. So three and a half million people are going, or two and a half, two two million people are so going. So we got a, a million, million and a half, half people that they're interested, but they're just not sure if they're going to go. Yeah, they're like, eh, I don't know if I want to pull the trigger on that flight. Yeah. <laughs> the other two million live near close enough that they can actually, or yeah, they're or they're driving. totally motivated. Yeah. So all right, the whole eighty thousand bullshit. Yeah. See, oh, who, who's it hosted by shit posting? Is that what it said? Shit posting because I'm in shambles. And two others. Who else? Carson Stone and Alex Kirshner. Alright. Where those fuck faces are. Where's Tiny Dick? <laughs> That's their names. <laughs> Alex If Alexis. you took all the letters amongst all three of them, you can <laughs> spell Tiny Dick. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, so it'll be interesting. The whole point of discussing this again is that Dave and I are not going. No. But there's also this video, Dave, that I came across, and the, the title of the video is Don't Go to the Area 51 Raid. Okay. Are you at all curious? I am. So this guy claims to have used to work at Area 51. And what I find interesting, now, once again, let's just specify, I don't know if anything in this video is true, but... Hear him out, because what we like to do here on Think Tank is, what have we always said, Dave? What if? What if, motherfucker? So what if what this guy says is true? It's interesting, and if we can believe Bob Lazar, 
then let's take a leap with this guy and just listen to some yeah. of this shit because I'm very interesting. Warning. Do not go to the Area 51 raid. Dun, dun, dun. That's Dave talking. For several years, I've been an avid reader of the Internet's obsession with Area 51. But because of my profession, I was never permitted to participate in it. Occasionally, an Area 51 story pops up. I used to work in Area 51, or I snuck into Area 51, etc. These stories always made me want so badly to finally jump into the internet and share my story. But I always held my tongue until now. Says real voice. Using a series of proxies and all kinds of networking jibber jabber, mm-hmm. I think I'm in the clear making this post. I won't bore you with the details. I'm here to share my story, to correct a lot of the misapprehensions and legends about the most infamous military installation in the world. I'm doing this now because even if I get caught, I have a really useful insurance policy. I'm seriously ill. I'm not likely to recover. And I've got no family that I'm in contact with that could be retaliated against. There's nothing anybody can do. I think. There is no such thing as Area 51. Sorry. And the fact that it's the golden egg of conspiracy theories worldwide is exactly what the US government wants. And I don't have any of my thoughts organized, so I'm going to break it down in the following four. Number one, Groom Lake. Number two, Paradise Ranch. Number three, Edwards AF Extension. And number four, Restricted Training Facility, UX 104. These are a few names for the places you know as Area 51. I don't know much about its history, but essentially, it was intended by the US Air Force to be a secret weapons testing facility during the Cold War. It had a few on-site extensions. One of them was for developing experimental rocket and jet engines. One was for training contingents of troops for nuclear warfare and post-apocalyptic survival, etc. But much like the third Star Wars movie, the site and its purpose got out around the time of the Roswell incident, and a media frenzy popularized the base. The government tried at first to quell speculation about it, but then adopted another strategy. Feed into the hype and simply move the base a few dozen miles away. Today, Groom Lake, also known as Area 51, is a small but functional military airport and base. It's got a bunch of bunkers mostly housing low security servers, and some munitions tests are performed there. Staff are regularly moved in and out, mostly folks who are low on totem pole and trying to climb up the ladder to the real facility. There are some very outdated nuclear fallout shelters that are still maintained and used for storage. The facility consumes an enormous amount of power, and everything possible is done to make it look like a well-guarded military base that is engaged in some huge secret operations. The employees really do fly there every day from Las Vegas, on conspicuously inconspicuous jets, marked as Janet, sometimes referred to as just another non-existent terminal. And they want you to notice and wonder. They want you to wonder where those jets are going. 
and they never want you to spend one second thinking about where they came from. The real Area 51. This is the most exciting part, because as far as I can tell in my limited and clandestine researching, nobody has ever divulged the real secret before. It's pretty highly guarded, and they straight up murder people who are stupid enough to share it. Murder isn't even the right word. They erase people from existence, sometimes entire families. That's why the government freaks out when they find that one of their employees is terminal and has nothing left to lose. And it's why if you're an employee there, you only see their doctors so that they know about your health before you even know about it. They want you to die real quick of a sudden heart attack so that you never have a moment to think about how you might do a public service and air their dirty laundry. And sometimes there, they induce yeah. those heart attacks when they determine you to be an HMT or health motivated threat. But I didn't need to see a doctor to know that I'm suffering from the same malignant tumor that killed my father, glioblastoma multiforme. Every three months we get a health evaluation and every six months we get a CAT scan. I simply didn't report the very damning symptoms this past ever, and I'll probably be gone before they scan me next. I really wanted to do this instead. Maybe just to be the first, I guess. The only other thing I've done with my life is fix computers. The real secret military base is McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas. The history of the airport was always bound up in military involvement. Before and during World War II, the army corps of the engineers and the air force were building, storing, training, and doing all sorts of things there. Basically, the government and its corporate benefactors in the military-industrial complex, of course, acquired full ownership of the airport around the time Area 51 and Groom Lake exploded in the public eye. It was a rush job and a simple solution. For all intents and purposes, McCarran is an airport. It moves civilians in and out and all over the world, just like any other airport on Earth. But its subterranean operations are really something else entirely. First of all, you have to understand the structure of this military base. It serves ostensibly as a business of public transportation. Every single aspect of the base has dual functions. This is called masking, and is deployed with the remarkable effectiveness at McCarran. To name a few examples, the constant takeoffs and landings of airplanes. Is this the only actual video? That you see the entire time. Yeah, it's it's just it's perfect for the listeners. Right. No, because I keep watching it, hoping I'm going to see something, and I'm trying yeah, to I did listen too. to. I, uh, so I don't have to watch it. Is what I'm saying. <clears throat> no, okay. listen. I mean, yeah, I'm listening. I just wasn't sure. Okay. This is yeah. I, I should. I guess I should have said something like, don't don't watch this video, Dave. Thinking something's going to pop out. Yeah. Or they're going to arrive there. Yeah. at the fuck yeah. because you would see him get firebombed. Yeah. So the video is just in background. The guy that's... So this audio was put to basically, for the listeners that aren't watching this, they are... It's a video of somebody driving through the desert in the dark. At night, yeah. At night. So all you see is headlights and this gravel road. And and clearly they're not really gravel roads. They're kind of, you know... Anyways, it's shit in the desert. All right. It's yeah. You you would think at some point we're going to come upon something, but yeah, nothing happens. I that was the point of driving out there. You're just supposed to listen to this, okay. right. which is perfect for the listeners because yep. that's what they're that's doing. The greatest video to have.
engines providing some camouflage for cutting-edge engine tests. The public completely ignores these sounds and dismiss them as the standard cacophony of airports. Some of the jets themselves are even equipped with technology on the test, while others are used to transport hundreds of government employees dressed as vacationing civilians. At any given time in McCarran, up to six of the gates are filled with employees of the highest echelons of the US military and government. They sit around on their iPhones, dressed as college kids in their pajamas, or weary businessmen, and they pay to look the part. The entire base is heavily guarded by plainclothes soldiers, military police, tactical specialists, counter-terrorism forces, and all kinds of soldiers scurry about the airport dressed like cops, airport security, and desk attendants. Their weapons are usually concealed sidearms. The real firepower is packed by the boys waiting around on the ground. Assault rifles and armor-piercing weaponry is stored around the airport's public spaces in various places. It's not hard to do because nobody's looking for it. And of course, they hire a good number of civilians to work the TSA and other positions. This is called mixing, and it's necessary. What kind of airport would never post any job listings? Have you ever watched the mechanics ducking in and out of the planes outside, or seen your luggage loaded onto the plane as you board? Well, all of that cargo transport activity acts as a cover for the mass movement of special forces, lab equipment, military hardware, exotic building materials, etc. And it's not hard to do. They drive one of those rigs by, with all the luggage spilling out of it, and then you instinctively don't question what's on the other four rigs behind it. We even have mix-ups and spills occasionally, and nobody bats an eye. You're always exposed to some level of radiation while flying, and McCarran, by the way, is why the standard of safe exposure is set where it's at. But excess radiation from weapons testing is vented into the earth and out of the nearby desert. Having an airport to explain the radiation is an effective means of riding the base of nosy folks with Gagar counters. But the true genius of this top secret military installation is at the largest scale. The base was built under an airport because of the enormity of its power consumption, but it consumes a lot more power than a regular airport. It was built in a city that consumes a tremendous amount of power, Las Vegas, so the base is hidden from view even on the electric power grid. Area 51, not so much. And that's on purpose. So, if Area 51 is a distraction, what do we call the real one? It has many names, but it's usually referred to as the Nexus. That's an acronym, but not many people know what it means. Not even me. Everything about the Nexus, from its operations to its structure, is compartmentalized. That means everything is need to know, and virtually nobody knows anything more than their own specific task. You could work in an office in the Nexus doing something like accounting, and never have one single clue what the woman next to you does, or the guy down the hall. They say not even the president knows exactly what's going on there, just a few generals and some dudes in the CIA. The business culture here is insane. It's like North Korea. Everyone is smiling, everyone is fine, and everyone is happy to say just a few phrases about what it is that they do when we're allowed to socialize, which is not much. Every line is bugged, 
Every room has a camera in it, and nobody knows who's watching or listening, or when. So that makes you think, nobody here is telling me the truth about anything, not even the guy I share an office with. I wonder if any of us know why we are here. People you've worked with for a long time will suddenly get reassigned or have a medical emergency, and you will never see them again, and nobody will remember that person, no matter how many people you ask. I actually got hired to do some programming for the Navy when I was in my early 20s out of college, and then got sent to Groom Lake to do server tests. They liked my IT and networking skills, so after a series of strange psychological tests and mountains of non-disclosure agreements and background searches, I got offered a job at a facility near Las Vegas proper. Here are a few stipulations of that job. By the way, it's a $1.5 million after-tax lump sum, plus a $220,000 a year stipend, housing, car, medical paid for, but psychological breakdowns, anxiety attacks, grave health conditions, and family issues void the contract. I also sign approximately two new non-disclosure agreements per week, most of which read quote-unquote under penalty of death somewhere. Employees aren't allowed to leave the grounds for five years, and we all live underground. Term of service is five years, then four in debriefing, wherein we got to live in Vegas but report to another facility four days a week. We are discharged and observed for the rest of our lives. Just to be debriefed four years. Void. Yeah. And then they're we cannot ever being observed the rest of their lives. Well, and that makes perfect sense. I mean, <clears throat> this way, if you ever fucking try and expose what you know, you, you have a heart attack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, makes perfect sense. I don't know. That's, it's interesting if what this guy's saying is true. But, you know. into USA. I heard a statistic that 20% of former employees commit suicide. I don't know if it's true. Hillary style? If it is, I bet it's actually quote-unquote suicide. The base is underground. It's a network of large structures called hives, which form what is called the colony or the nexus. We make lots of Resident Evil jokes, by the way. Except unlike in that movie, the government doesn't try to make its employees feel comfortable with fake forests and windows overlooking digital cityscapes. It's a dark, dreary, Soviet-style labyrinth of halls and bunkers, replete with all sorts of submarine-like features, water and airtight hatches, trapdoors, reinforced blast doors, etc. The only exception are the office buildings inside where chair moisteners like me work. They look just like the office you work in, except the men with guns standing guard 24-7 everywhere, looking over your shoulder. Oh, and the beautiful, almost surreal glow of the cutting-edge laboratories that pack the lower levels of each building. I've never been in them, but I've passed by a few times. There are four hives to my knowledge, although I wouldn't be surprised if there were more. I work in Hive 1. I've run some of the servers with a few other guys on one particular floor. There are 16 floors on our Hive, but we monitor and maintain all of the servers in Hive 1, so we move around a bit. I've gone to skim some of the data that passes through, and from what I can tell, we're the most boring Hive. I've compiled the following list based on the things that I've intercepted on our network, and also from hearsay from other co-workers. 
The Nexus has multiple networks, and they're all decentralized. But there are some ways in which they communicate. And it's via those lines of communication that I'm privy to some sensitive information. Here's what I know. Hive 1. Finance, accounting, operations and organization divisions, troop training and housing, and some small-scale weapons testing. Hive 2. Chemical engineering, some nanotech research, and advanced psychological fitness, whatever that means, for elite military forces. Probably... Would that be like MK Ultra then? Uh, the mental fitness? Um, maybe, yeah. I mean, or more more like psyche valve type shit, maybe. Uh, it could be a combination of all of that. Okay. I mean, it's hard to say without right, like right. asking somebody or right. asking whoever this is like more detail. Right. Pause, guy. More detail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Because. I'm not going to say no that they're not still doing MK Ultra type shit. I don't think it's called MK Ultra anymore. Right. It's obviously got a new name, but right. yeah, I mean it's probably ways to get people to be controlled to do certain things. I mean, right? No, it's crazy. You right, know, I was curious. Probably black ops stuff and how to survive 30 years in solitary confinement at a Siberian prison. I also have a reason to believe that this is the hive where the big wigs meet and live. Hive 3. Upper levels, bioweapon and disease research and testing. If the government has zombies, they've got to be here. I've wanted to make so many zombie jokes over the years, but I never know which one of my co-workers is a rat. Lower levels equals advanced space travel and space warfare technologies, particle engines and gravitational beams and the like. Guessing no real evidence of course. Science fiction stuff, basically. I once saw an email with all sorts of coded language marked A to B, which is widely believed to refer to astrobiology. That's alien life. Maybe it's just some single-celled organisms or fossilized plants from some meteor. Or maybe it's something much more advanced. Whatever it is, there must be some reason it's not on the upper levels with all the biologists. Hive 4 this is total informational blackout. Hive 4 is weird. There are encryptions and firewalls and network security features protecting this hive that I've never seen before, not even on top secret Navy projects that I've worked with in the past. And being very non-specific in the language that I use to describe our server clusters and networks because I don't want to tell them exactly who I am, they'll eventually find out anyway. But there is a widely whispered rumor about Hive 4. Allegedly, the most terrifying thing in the world is in that structure on floor 15. There are a few unusual things about Hive 4. First of all, none of the top bras has clearance to get in there. They access it remotely via video feed in their conference rooms, and materials are often transported from 4 to 2 for physical review. I don't know why our bigwigs won't go into four, but maybe it's because it's too dangerous. There was one. Is that where the aliens are? High four a few years ago. When Nobody I first said. Arrived, I thought it was in high three. And it was the first Nexus wide right. lockdown that I've ever seen. So what would be in high four, Dave? Dude, I don't know. If you. That's the weird stuff he said. <laughs> yeah, but that makes you and. But if it's too dangerous or something, or even above like the top generals. 
clearance to get in there? Who the fuck has clearance then? Yeah. Who yeah. would it be? Who who could possibly be? You know what I mean? Like, and what's what would be there? What would you do there? I mean, I, that's Maybe. interesting. Like, even if all this is bullshit, right? You've got to have some. Maybe he's, maybe he's really drawn it all up. Maybe it is the aliens, the the ones that put us. Maybe here. they're the ones working. At, maybe they have their own hive. That's what they're yeah. working on their own shit. Yeah, and we're not allowed in there because that's where they but do. Their we're just giving them maybe. a facility to do it in. Yeah. Well, what's to say they didn't make everything? You know, I mean, we talked about it before. Maybe they were the ones that put us here. They the used. Yeah, I couldn't remember who were the yeah. Anunnaki. Maybe the Anunnaki are in there. And they're fucking running the show from it's there. Weird, man. Keep going. Yeah, let's keep. keep it's going. interesting, right? It is. <laughs> Even if it's bullshit, it's interesting. One thumpers, what we call the squads of black-booted soldiers that grant access to different hives. And then he started shrieking about IDAs. I didn't hear his screams, but I heard the gunshot while I was eating lunch. He said IDA, they not IPA. In the back of his head yeah. before he could finish his sentence. IDAs, by the way, are interdimensional anomalies. I have no further information on what those are. <laughs> Welcome to Second. Oh, fuck you. Not gonna allow that ad, bitch. So. Like how she tried to sneak this fucking so one in there. So he's saying all this shit's underneath McKiernan. Yeah. Six, well, the high, the high that he's in is 16 levels. Could you imagine 16 levels underneath, underground? Yeah. Underneath what you see on the satellite right. picture of Area 51. And yeah. that's just his hive. He said there's four hives. Right. So is that of those sixteen levels? Let's say each hive is four floors, or is it literally this six different thi- or four different four buildings. different yeah. different spaces underneath that are separate from each other? And his hive is sixteen levels. Hive two could be twenty five levels. Right. Hive three could be nine levels, and hive four could be a hundred levels. Right. Wow! Like it's Resident Evil. All over again. Well, that's what he was saying. Yeah. And the fact that he mentioned zombies. Yeah, that, that that's it's weird. Mm. The whole thing's weird. Like I don't know. That's why I say it could be real, could be bullshit. Another thing I've read minimally about are the twins. I don't know who or what these are, but they're the above top secret gem of High Four. It's treasonous to even correspond about them on our secure networks unless they are clear to do so. And only four employees are. I've only seen a few things about them. One was a medical record. No vitals. Unusual vocalizations that manifest hallucinations and psychosis in nearby employees. And skin that produces violent nausea when touched. The document was basically speculation that the skin functions much like the Australian stinging tree or a jellyfish. I read documents about people who worked with them as well. In High 4, a woman was remanded to the psychological ward after being in the same room with them, and a soldier who stood outside of the laboratory where they are kept basically killed himself. Specifically, he peeked inside during a routine access and began bashing his own brains out with the butt of a pistol while singing an Irish folk song. The woman who was remanded to the psychological ward was even weirder. During breakfast with her colleagues, she grabbed a fork, stood up, walked out of the mess hall, stripped all of her clothes off, blinded herself in both eyes with the fork, then somehow managed to make her way all the way up to floor one 
where the access corridor to Hive 3 is located. How she managed to operate the dozens of keycard readers, passcode boxes, and retinal scanners is still under review. Yeah, she pulled her the last eye thing. out with the fork it was sticking on the fucking fork. She used that to get in. Well, this is just weird, like what he's about to say. Yeah. But I think we have clarification now. 16 levels, yeah. and there's a couple floors for each hive. Yeah. So you only have access to whichever. So basically, hive one is probably the first handful of floors. Hive two is the next handful mm-hmm. of floors. And high four is the deepest. Now, we've heard different stories about how, you know, all the aliens are kept at the deepest right. level. It could be, I don't know, I mean, what if? Okay, let's keep playing. Mail regarding her was sent in 2012 about how she sits in the dark of solitary on floor 11 psychological ward with a permanent and blissful grin on her face. One of my colleagues whom I trust, told me that he saw the twins once through hacked access to a video feed. He said they are woman-like, about twice as tall as a full-grown man, with unidentifiable black growths dangling from their heads, like hair but thicker. Like Predator? And they basically float a few inches off the ground and drag their toes lightly as they move. He never saw their faces, but he claims that they appear to distort reality or at least the video feed, in such a way that space looks bent around them. I'm going to pause it right there. Do you understand what he just said? That they were floating and space moved around them. They can distort the area around them. Yeah. Now, what did Bob Lazar say about the these crafts? How it distorts the area yeah. around them as yeah. they would move. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this guy put this video out right after the Bob Lazar interview. That's where he's getting this shit from. Or if this is fucking like, you know what I mean? Right. But. But prior to this, have you ever heard of the twins? I've never heard of the, the twins. But like this whole, if if whatever these things are and the technology they have, so their craft can distort. So basically, it's like as they're moving, it it like mm-hmm. basically opens kind of like a yeah, constant like, like, porthole. I would say like constantly spreading like the uh, the water and keep you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking that like I wonder if there's some weird connection to that story in the Bible how uh, whatever his name Moses part of the Red Sea part of the Red Sea. What if it was some sort of fucking? What if he's like an alien and this is some sort of technology that did that? Could be. I don't know, dude. I'm just. It, the whole thing's weird. It is. This is interesting, is. though, because either this guy's got a really good imagination, came up with all this shit, or he legitimately works there, and this is the stuff that he knows. Right. I don't know. Let's keep going. There's not much, like, 40 seconds left. Yeah, not left at all. Perhaps these are the IDAs that the earlier dude was streaming about. And this is all I have for now. But hopefully the world knows the truth someday about what goes on down there. We're all basically prisoners. We have very limited and supervised access to the internet. So if you don't hear from me again, assume they figured me out. My name is Felix. Have you gone to his page? Does he have more videos? So I was just about to do. Um, 
Well, it's kind of stupid. Why the fuck would you say your name at the end unless it's not your and he was name. the whole time he was saying they can't know my name. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. So this was published on July fifteenth, twenty nineteen. Uh, right around the same time, I think the whole Rogan Lazar interview happened. So kind of maybe you could. Let's go to his page. But this this may not be his page. This could be somebody that uploaded right, the video. Because right. it looks like the rest of the shit is... These are just uh, stories set to like animations and things like that, it looks mm-hmm. like. So maybe this is just a facilitator. This YouTube page is stories. This is just a story. I, maybe let's click on one and see if it's the same fucking audio. Yeah. Let's go with... Um, with this one see after the ad I just want to see if they're using the same audio or if maybe this guy pulled this story from somewhere else it's got the same Same music so I wonder if this guy's just coming up with bullshit let me start by saying that I really enjoy driving yeah so is he maybe he's reading a document that was released, but he's putting it out there like so. Now, uh, now I'm leaning more towards bullshit. You know what I mean? Because clearly, he didn't have all these stories happen to him. Right. He's either reading documents of something that was written. However, in the video we just listened to and watched, if you take the fact that he's reading that, he's reading it. Based on the fact that the person that's speaking is recording the audio for a video. Right. Because he's saying it if you, well, maybe not, because I don't know. Did he say if you don't hear from me, that you could write that. Yeah. So let's say a document click, got released. Click on the he, about. What is this dude's page all about? Stuff. It's stories. You can tell just by looking at the videos. Have a story for me to share or any other business inquiries, email me at this. So basically. So yeah, so he, and yeah, so he just reads so it. So somebody sent him a story and he's reading it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, if you were, why, why would you pick this guy to right. read your story, I guess? But then again, why not? I guess. I don't know. What do you think? Either way. Well, we, we've we already talked about Area 51 being underground base anyways, right? So that part's not new. The hive thing would be new, but we've kind of talked about that too on different layer, levels and layers and how far down it goes. The twins is new. I've never heard of that. Um, yeah, that was interesting. There's some interesting things there. The story of the girl... Cutting out her eyes with the fork is different. The dude bashing his brains out, singing an Irish fucking folk tune is kind of weird. I wish he would have said what folk tune it was. That may be pertinent to the story. Um, I don't know. I wish there was whoever wrote this story. I wonder. A, you know what? So the person that wrote the wrote this named Felix. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do just a hypothetical Google search, Felix. 
Area 51 employee. Exposed, maybe. July 23rd, trying to air employees that said ever. No, that's not it. 2018, man who exposed everyone to the world still being tracked by U.S. government. He claims Bob Lazar claims to him. Oh, Bob Lazar. This is, so that's about Bob Lazar. Must include Felix. Here we go. Felix Monkla. No, that's not the same thing. No. What about that? One of these two here. I think it says yeah, Reddit. This is where he's Reddit. probably reading it from. Um. Yep, yep, that's that's where he read it, right there. Okay, so you could go read this actual thing that we just listened to on Reddit. What did I just Google? Felix Area 51 yeah. exposed or something like yeah. that? It's like the third one down. Yeah, so there's descriptions of each hive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, yeah, my name is, well, thanks for the gold stranger. All right, let's read the comments. This is where we might see what people fucking have to say. <laughs> what happens in Vegas? Damn well, better stay there. And here we have the origin of the old, age-old idiom. Wish I had gold to give you for this comment. What happens if it's been discovered and they have to hide? I feel like now that I read this, I may be erased. Hmm. Nothing. Nobody's really... Here we go. Thanks for the story, OP. One odd thing I heard somewhere about McCarran was that when they built the underground base, they couldn't figure out how to supply all the power they needed securely, so they entered into a multi-billion dollar deal with all the casinos to create a massive power grid to share, completely separated from the city and the airport. I forgot about it until I was waiting for a flight at McCarran, and all the lights suddenly just went out. It was almost pitch black before the emergency lights came on. That is, except for all the slot machines that continue to glow. Mm. All the power goes out except the slot machines stay on. That's yeah, because they're on a different, different breaker. <clears throat> Not breaker, but different power source. Well, they want you to still be able to spend your money. Oh, yeah. So we're funding all that through the fucking slot machine. Think about it. In tons of apocalyptic scenarios, the very last place to be able to run on electricity surrounds the Hoover Dam. Why put a huge hydroelectric dam in the middle of nowhere? Sure, some people say it's because of the river. We have, haven't strung dams all across Mississippi, have we? Well, there are some. There are many uncharted planes leaving the area. It makes so much sense. I was in Caesars Palace in Vegas during the late 80s, and there was a blackout of sorts. Caesars was still lit, as was McCarran that I could see. I was told by friends that the Sands and Hilton also stay lit, but the newer hotels all went dark for a few minutes. Hello, NSA, CIA, FBI, and other unknown three-letter government agencies. I just want you to know that I, too, can fix computers, and I don't mind the creepy shit in the money. That's pretty damn dope. If you need someone to replace this guy, hit me up. <laughs> and this one, three-letter, three-letter agencies are a distraction. It's the four-letter agencies you need to be worried about. And only God knows what is in five letters. 
Continue the thread. What else does it say? Well, whatever. Huh. That was weird. That's not what should have happened. It took us way down. There we go. It took us, like, to the bottom. Yeah, it's down. There you go. All right. Uh, Arby's. <laughs> they have the meats. <laughs> and now the weather. Uh, and then everybody goes on this Arby's thing. Um, don't even get me started on agencies whose acronyms spell words. Fuck shield, right? Five letters and it actually spells out something. I might put poop. I feel like there's a joke in here somewhere about a five-letter acronym, but I'm not funny or smart enough to come up with it. Nexus? Oh, yeah. I looked up Nexus. You know what Nexus, the definition of Nexus is? Let me read it to you. Nexus. A connection or series of connections linking two or more things. A connected group or series, the central and most important point or place. So that's interesting. Um... There's NORAD. They monitor Santa's flight path. What's the C-L-O-A-C-A thing? Cloca? Yeah, whatever you do, don't look up that. And then someone underneath it says, well, that was a shitty thing to say. And then one says, got me. Yeah, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So, obviously. Um, walls. NASCAR. The government agency NASCAR is nothing to take away, to take too lightly on either. Why do you think the... United States is the only country to have a major sport title, NASCAR. Think about it. Yeah, DARPA has always given me the creeps. AARP, the sneakiest one of all. USAA recently asked to track my phone for roadside assistance. Uh, SHIELD is a six-letter acronym. COBRA, HYDRA. (laughs) And then it goes into the other shit. Anyways, um, so how do I get back to that story? By going back? <coughs> Gazuntai, Dave. Thank you. My allergies. Your allergies are pretty G's. Yeah. So what's up with Groom Lake? I've never heard of that before either. Groom Lake? Yeah. What? Dave, I think we need to go back to uh, day one of conspiracy. Did we talk about it? <laughs> Gary would do on his groom lake. Oh, okay. This is another name for it. All right. I guess I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. I won't harass you too bad about it. Yeah, groom lake is another name for Gary do one. All right. So there's that. Now, remember our good old buddy, Secure Team 10 Tyler? Hey, hey guys. He has his staff from Secure Team. Yeah. Uh, he put something out here. Air 51 about to get forced open one month ago. It's probably him just talking about it, but we should watch it. Yes, we since should. Since this is uh, Air 51. And I always like his episode. something big is about to go down. I like his, so I want to see that. And one. then nothing is in the video <laughs> about something big going down? No, there has been. He's talked about well, something. We I guess is. we can watch that one next. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's watch this one first. It's Air 51 about to get forced open, question mark. Hey, guys, it's Tyler. Scare team. Since this hat's done, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whisper into your ears with my 
With your mouth hole? My pubescent voice. Tyler probably hates me. Fuck you, Barry. Almost a million people ready to storm the gates of everyone and reveal. Hey, what is up, guys? Oh, what Tyler is up, here guys? With Secure Team. I know you are wondering, where have I been? Every time Tyler says, hey, I'm back, he usually posts a video, and then it's nothing for another week straight. And then we get another video saying, hey, I promise I'm back. And I, I feel for you guys. I really do. But you know what? What can I say? The past couple of months have just been crazy to the fullest. And I know all of you guys, or some of you at least, have, have had those months where... You just don't have five seconds to sit down because it's one thing after another pulling your attention away from what you're trying to do. So I am finally able to sit down and work, and, and uh, I'm going to try to post videos out one by one here. So the first thing I wanted to talk about today that many of you, have, I'm sure, have heard of is the damn near raid that that some are saying very well may occur on the infamous Area 51 black military site yes the same area 51 where it is believed that they are holding alien bodies crashed vehicles as well as vehicles that have been unearthed which can be referenced back to the interview that i did with bob lazar and then the interview that he did about six months later after mine where bob lazar went on joe rogan who, again, was talking about uh, the eight or nine different flying disks that they have been holding in these giant hangars at Area 51, and when asked where he thought they came from, and is it possible that they were all shot down, uh, Mr. Lazar stated, quite frankly, that in his opinion, many of these had to have been dug up in some sort of massive archaeological finding. So add that to the growing list of, of evidence and people and eyewitnesses over the years who have come out and straight up said, look, Area 51 is hiding some of our most advanced alien tech, even the bodies of the aliens themselves. And it seems that the Internet has now jumped on board and say, hey, enough's enough. And they started a Facebook petition, I'm guessing as a joke, in order to storm Area 51. And surprise, surprise, we are at, uh, within a couple of days here, almost one million signatures agreeing to actually participate in a surge or takeover or storming of Area 51. And so you're seeing that here. It was posted to a Facebook group titled Storm Area 51. They can't stop us all. It's set to take place on Friday, September 20th, 2019 at Area 51. We've even got other posts here where they are formulating game plans as to how they are going to about storming the compound, uh, getting in, and what they are going to find in there, uh, how they're going to get it out if they do find something. And so what started off obviously as a joke at first or maybe it wasn't we're, we're still trying to figure it out has definitely blossomed into this huge amazing just total meme and it's just so meme malicious that <laughs> I, I just have to keep going back to it and yeah almost a million signatures to raid area 51 
and uh, I have some UFO clips that I want you guys to see here in just a second. But before we go off this topic, I want to show you some of the funniest memes that have come out of this Area 51 Facebook petition. And so here's the first meme posted by Barbara with the title, Area 51 Guards Watching People Trying to Break In. And <laughs> so we begin seeing random people flying in on parachutes and smashing into the glass as the Area 51 employers watch from behind the glass. Not such a good idea in my mind if you're trying to break in. So let's go to the next one. Sent by EPI, he says, quote, Time Traveler like arrives one. by 2029. <laughs> Me. So did those people actually storm Area 51? Time Traveler says, You mean the Great Area 51 Massacre? Me. <laughs> Next meme. If you survive, you'll have to finesse a smooth getaway. Some folks are already planning their escape. One Twitter user predicts that he'll arrive at Area 51 on an ordinary bicycle and leave on a flying one, just like the movie E.T. the <laughs> Extraterrestrial. And hey, a guy can dream, can he? That would be epic. Just totally epic. And there's so many more like this, guys. But yeah, th this I, I knew there were going to be 20 million memes coming out of this. Um, now... Nope. Uh -huh. Not going to let you squeeze that ad in there. Ready to go back to Tyler? I'm always As ready. As for the actual rating of Area 51 by these almost million people, well, it is an online signature. Uh, and that is a far stretch from actually having millions or more or less down on the ground, boots on the ground, outside the fences, ready to storm Area 51 and see what's in there. But I guess only time will tell. But I think it's pretty funny. I think it's cool. I'm loving the memes that are coming out of it. And uh, I wanted to get your thoughts. I mean, heck, I'd love to storm Area 51 and get in there. But I'm not sure this is the right way to do it. We need a, a much smaller group of people. A lock picker, uh, a getaway driver, a guy carrying some book bags and, and things of that nature so we can... So we can quickly grab the... I like how he simplifies it to the stupidest fucking level. Mm -hmm. No, you need your own military. No, dude, a lockpicker, getaway driver, and a dude that carries backpacks. Yeah, because you're just going to throw a fucking alien in a backpack. No, you literally need an entire military force. You need a million five people going there with... Training? If they were all yeah. training and black weapons. ops special forces type guys. If you had a million special forces, you could get in there and probably get something. Oh, yeah. uh, Joe, who lives down the street, who's fucking eating Cheetos right now in his mom's basement, right. who's going to go out there? Joe, you're dead. Yeah. I think they're calling Kyles. All the fucking retards are calling yeah. Kyles. A bunch yeah. of Kyles and Todds out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like... Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean to make fun, but come on. I don't like the title of his, his fucking video. It's misleading. What? But it's about to get forced open, but I thought it was like Question something. Mark. Eh, it's clickbait. Yeah, I know. What's his K plus thing, I Babylon about. Alien artifacts, put them in our bags and sneak out, get into the getaway driver. It's just much more simple. But... That that we we'll, we'll talk about. That's a, a more private 
operation that I'm working on here at Security. You didn't Jesus hear it Christ. here. That's top secret stuff. <laughs> but anyway, tell me what you guys think about this Facebook Signature 7. Uh, well, almost 1 million people. It was 700,000, but it's quickly approaching a million. Tell me what you think. And also, tell me what you think about some of this new UFO footage that's just been sent in to me. Um, the first of which we have is a, a video of a couple driving down the street, and in the distance, following them, they see these three glowing objects that seem to be spinning in formation, just one behind oh, yeah, the I other, that look to be following them as they yeah. speed down yeah. the highway. And these things aren't getting any further away. They're getting closer. And it's really, really strange. So you're seeing the original video here, and then I'll show you some colored uh, and filtered versions. It is kind of hard to see, but it's there. Yeah, you can see it. that didn't really help much. Oh, yeah, it does. Right there. You can see. That's weird. It's probably something outside the window reflecting. Yeah. A wheel or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so I have no idea what this could be. We have what appears to be three glowing lights sitting up in the foggy, overcast night, um, moving at an, at an incredible speed along with these people on the, the uh, highway here who are trying to get away from the lights, which you would think then that the lights were more static or a part of, of something down on the ground, but it seems these these spinning lights are moving of their own volition. They are not connected to anything. And so it would seem that they are moving through the sky Almost at a very like high rate of with speed, the vehicle. spinning mm -hmm. like it's something and following these vehicles. In so the vehicle. Trippy, trippy yeah. stuff. I wanted yeah. you guys yeah, to check it out. I, I said I'm trying to put on a few different filters yeah. so you could see these things. You're, you're stretching There's a lot this of reflections there, appearing in the mirror here. But I think you guys know what I'm talking about, these three glowing objects spinning yeah. back and forth. Yeah, you can see all these and, other reflections uh, yeah, in the no video, idea, including the fucking spinning lights that just Yet another are going right along with the other reflections that's in the fucking car. I'm going to talk over you, Tyler, because channel. I think this one's bullshit. Now, uh, another strangity that I like to call them, uh, not a UFO, but certainly something a little strange, where a person who had thought he had captured a rainbow quickly found out that whatever this is, it wasn't a rainbow, and more like some sort of strange white portal cloud stretching from no. one end, curving up and curving back It's part down. of the dome. And, well, you guys check it out. It's part of the dome, Dave. See it? Well, yeah. I've never seen that before. It's, a, it's the firmament. It hasn't quite got to the point of being a rainbow, perhaps. Um, I call bullshit on all of this. It's got a filter on the video, which caused it to do that. Anyone seen that before? Did you see how dark and grainy the trees and the woods and everything anyway. is? And, and he was filming us and then knowing that he was going to put the filter Okay, on. so yeah. there you guys have it. Um, it, it. It has the shape of a rainbow, we'll put it that way, but no colors. I've seen a million rainbows in my time. At one point, the viewer in this says, well, it could be the start of a rainbow, but uh, nowhere in the video do I see any colors other than white and a little bit of shadow. Uh, 
um, due to the three-dimensional nature of whatever this is. But it is strange. It looks like some sort of, um, you know, cloud funnel, um, you know, coming or up could from be. the ground, curving up, to, you know, looking like a rainbow of some sort. But it's certainly not a rainbow. It's just not. Not from what Did we're seeing Did he say where here. this one so was at? No. Really strange. Uh, anybody seen something like this before or get new footage, send it Columbia. in. Maybe it's a rainbow. Maybe it's something... That's uh, meant to look like a rainbow, but that is totally something different. So tell me what you think. Um, what I don't understand well is why don't you spinning bright lights. Zoom out and get uh, the whole totally thing instead of keep moving out. back um, and forth. So put it down below. Uh, send me an email. Those are your two new videos. And before we go today, I just want to give a really, really big thanks to. Let's not say we did. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tyler. That was. Terrible. I think this is the reason why we stopped watching his videos because they're <laughs> kind of fucking stupid. They they weren't all that way though. They've gotten well. They've gotten there. Dave, let's see if you were suckered into this one. <laughs> Proof something big is about to go down. All right. Let's see if it's bullshit. Hey guys, hey guys what's up, guys? No, it's it's always what's up, guys. We always fuck that up. Yeah. What's up, guys? Tyler, secure team. Come on, everybody, say it with him. Hey, what's up, guys? Tyler here with Secure Team. Thank you for your patience. I'm happy to be back. I'm offended. How dare you assume my gender? Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys and gals? Yeah, but you identify as a toaster. So well, he should know that. Not really a gender. He should know that, Dave. <laughs> and he should address me as a toaster. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys, gals, and inanimate objects? I'm uh, Tyler with Secure Team. That's better. That's better. <laughs> and, of course, we have a ton of stuff to cover here, which we'll be doing over the next week or so as I post more and more videos. But, man, I'm happy to be back posting here. And, of course, we have a list of things to talk about, from UFOs to strange things seen in our skies, things happening with Mother Earth that may or may not be hinting to some pretty big things coming. How and dare you assume it's Mother Earth and not Father Earth? to find out and decide. So it's the first time, thing I right. want to start off with today oh. is the spotting of a NASA aircraft, registered NASA aircraft, that was captured by multiple sources hmm. who are also reporting on this. And uh, I'll go ahead and reference the one I saw here in just a minute. But... It was noticed that this NASA aircraft was doing these sort of just really strange but precise zigzag flying patterns near and over the San Andreas fault line in California. Now, what is the San Andreas hmm. fault line? If you don't know yet, well, it's a massive fault that runs up and through California that basically connects and forms the tectonic boundary between the Pacific Plate and the North American plate. And for this reason, that we have this place where two major tectonic plates touch, the San Andreas fault line is very important. And it's usually always the subject of some up and coming earthquake event that is going to reshape the entire California coast, set off potentially the big one, the big earthquake. And so any of you who may want to have at least an idea of what could happen, 
should the San Andreas Fault start to crack, well, you can watch the movie San Andreas, which came out, I think, a couple of years ago, which uh, kind of went into detail of the worst-case scenarios of what would happen to the coast and the surrounding areas. And so as you're seeing here, um, aviation aficionados were watching these different aircraft when they noticed a NASA aircraft flying over California and on multiple routes was seen doing the strange zigzag pattern across these fault lines in California as well as Idaho where it's said that there are other possible mega volcanoes lying dormant deep underneath. And so here we are on Flight Aware where you can see on multiple different days the aircraft takes off it flies near or over some of these fault lines and does this zigzag pattern almost as if it's scanning the ground trying to get some more data as to what is happening underneath and with all of the pretty massive earthquakes recently that have occurred in california it really does make one wonder why for days now and there are other days here where it would seem they are doing these strange zigzag patterns in other areas of california what is going on is something occurring and they've recently understood that there are other fault lines that are merely connected or that run off of the san andreas fault that could trigger something massive as well for instance here's another report speaking of the recent ridgecrest earthquake and how it was basically a tiny hang on tyler take a break (laughs) had to explain this to my good buddy dave here so you can watch these flight things and you can see them so like so you can watch the flight pattern on live the computer. as okay. it happens. So right. people are probably watching that, and then that's the if like after a flight is completed, you can go back and see Where show me went. the right. entire flight path of this particular flight, and then you have those green okay. lines that show the you. thing. But yeah, I guess people go there and search. People were doing this with like Epstein's aircraft, and that's how they know I went to Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Um, People that scour this shit looking for, like, military flights coming to and from, like, weird places, like, you know, this is something people started doing with all this, like, QAnon shit, and they're watching these different things, and, like, the different planes that go black halfway through their flight, just like, and then all of a sudden they reappear halfway around the world, shit like that, like, Why? Okay, I got you. What are they doing here? So, yeah, you can, I forget, I think it's, I forget the website, but you can watch it. Just probably Google Flight Radar Live Time or something and watch it. Haste of the possible destruction that could be caused by the San Andreas Fault. And so be sure to check that out. Uh, I'll put the link down below. But what for? And why is this NASA aircraft scanning what appears to be along the San Andreas What does NASA have to do with earthquakes? What do they know? Are they gearing up for something? Do they know the big one is coming? Well, we can only post more when we have more information. So we won't, you know, inject any further doom and gloom into this video, but I wanted to bring it to your guys' attention. And I'll- Maybe, just maybe, when it all comes out that all of Hollywood is going down because of being caught in their whole pedophile thing. Right. Um, They'll trigger the. They're going to trigger the fucking fault. thing to basically kill everybody that may talk or 
use it as a giant distraction, like, Hillary gets arrested. Cue the fucking earthquake, because we need right. something else to distract off of this. You know, same thing like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we, we have uh, lost track of uh, billions and billions of dollars. We don't know where it went. Next day, 9-11 happens. <laughs> like, uh, There's a hurricane coming. Yeah, yeah California. Like it, you, you can't get this lucky all the time. I'm right. sorry. Like any person that ever has any information to, you know, put you in prison just seems to die seconds and days before their fucking trial, and you're gonna go testify. Like right. at a certain point, you have to. Yeah, links and articles about this down below, as well as a link to the site where you can check out the flight patterns yourselves. Now next, and this may have something to do with it or not, you know, we, we've talked many times about the strange things happening underground. And it would appear that they are now monitoring these things underground. Uh, the tectonic plates, the mystery booms and rumbles that have been heard under the ground across the globe. We've also recently had a lot of reports of strange, massive lightning storms or what appear to be lightning storms, but that won't actually feature any lightning bolts or thunder afterwards. Or if they do, uh, the thunder will appear in one large boom. I'm pretty sure God's just welding something. <laughs> you'll I mean, hear no, more no, I thought before lightning without after. the noise was heat It's lightning. really strange. Yeah, I have no idea. And you're seeing one of you're these the mystery atmospheric lightning storms that just occurred over the UK. And that was apparently freaking out a number of their residents because of the lack of lightning. I just figured it was so far away that you couldn't hear loud, anything. soul-crushing boom but you saw that the you will hear in the footage. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I thought there was no fucking thunder. All but one, you said. There was one. Oh, That's so why I turned the sound off so we could hear it. Interesting. I kind of, th- like, I don't know. This kind of shit doesn't Okay, really so me. I'm going to go ahead and stop like it there. Thing. But this original clip was about seven minutes long. And we don't hear the first sign of any thunder whatsoever until about two and a half minutes into the video. That's two and a half minutes after hundreds of these bright flashes. And then you don't hear anything after that, which is really strange. And... So, you know, these have been happening around the world, these sort of lightningless storms, thunderless storms. You know, even the temperatures aren't right for so-called heat lightning. And so what's creating them? You know, and then we had another recent story where two separate groups of hikers who were hiking up these same mountain peaks had to... Take a break, Tyler. Heat lightning, also known as silent lightning, Mm -hmm. summer lightning, or dry lightning, is a... Misnomer used for the faint flashes of lightning on the horizon or other clouds from distant thunderstorms that do not appear to have accompanying sounds of thunder. Bam! So, Tyler. Come on, bro. Come on, dude. Do your, do your research. Homie. I mean, that was a, literally a simple Google search. That, no, that was literally me taking well, that was Dave two saying, seconds of saying, oh, yeah, that's heat lighting. I don't know. Yeah, and shit. then I looked it up so that we could, you know. Trust but verify. Yeah. It's. Lazy reporting. So the one Sorry. thunder or thunder you did hear was probably one that was a little bit closer that, you know. Yeah. 
What, what other nonsense you got going on there, Tyler? Yeah, I'm really losing faith on this I guy, am, too. Maybe you're Turn right. around stop for after reason. the hair on their arms and their heads started to stand up, and they noticed this very obvious electrical current moving through the air. It's called heat magnetism, moron. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no. Actually, that's called a Colorado 14er. All right, let me look it up. Why do I have a bunch of 14-year-old naked kids on my computer screen? You son of a bitch. No. Um, all right, well, let's see what what Tyler's... He's just so surprised about this. Like, Wow. Dave, have you ever touched a balloon? You know, Sorry, I just thought of this. Um, you know, the. Uh, I think I've told you this before, but sorry, this is going to trigger somebody out there, guaranteed. Um, so... Meme, the, 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 you know the uh, the guy that I don't always drink Dos Equis, yeah, but when I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. or I drink Dos Equis, I don't yeah. always drink beer. When I do, I drink Dos Equis. Yeah. So that guy, but Bernie Sanders' face, and it says, "I don't always brush my hair, but when I do, I use a balloon." <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. I like that. That's dude. That's one of my favorite I mean, I'm, memes. I'm triggered, but I'm laughing at the same time. I'm crying on the inside, but in my cry room. <laughs> it, it would only make but, a, yeah, a Bernie Sanders like uber <laughs> fan mad because even people that semi like Bernie Sanders should laugh at that because let's be honest, his hair's a fucking mess. <laughs> He's a fucking train wreck. But yeah, I don't always brush my hair, but when I do, I use a balloon. I love that. Uh, but anyways, the picture that Tyler's showing. It looks like that. Like, yeah, just not these, Bernie Sanders because this dude's young. Colorado people went out and, and all of a sudden, after rubbing balloons on their head, their hair standing up. And the hair is on their arms. And they just, had to rub that balloon the other yeah. way around their body. Well, he'll leave the balloon part out, though. Of course. But there could be a magnetic field or something that's kind of, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. doing that. Let's, let's, is, let's see what nonsense he says. Electricity is in the air after thunderstorms as well. Yeah. So it's heat magnetism, lightning, electricity, uh, 14ers. That put them in fear for their lives. So you're seeing an image of that here, and here is he looks a like clip from the life. Denver News that covered this strange electrical phenomenon as well. Well, how about an electric current so powerful it caused a hair to stand on end while you're on top of a 14er? It happened on two different mountains this past weekend in Denver. Why are we talking about dudes on a 14-year-old? How to keep this from happening to you? That was my 10th 14er, but that was craziest one. John Savage and Anna Duncan thought they did everything right. They left. Take a break, Tyler. What the fuck is a 14er? I feel like this is some weird pedophile shit. No, it's a mountain 14 kilometers tall or something. I got to Google it. What is a Colorado 14? A 14-er. It's just a bunch of kids. Colorado has 58 mountain peaks exceeding 14,000 feet, known as 14ers or 14ers locally. Boom, told you. The most of any state. Outdoor enthusiasts of all skill over the fine peaks ranging from easy to very difficult with hiking trails for exploring the state scenery, wildlife, and record beauty. Okay, so basically any mountain peak that exceeds 14,000 feet are called 14ers. Well, then you've got your 20ers, too. So basically when they exceed a certain amount of 1,000 feet, that's when we... So like 15,000, we have 15ers. Mm-hmm. So... I kind of feel like this could be used also for pedophiles. Like, 
I call you up and say, "Hey Dave, can you provide me with some 14ers and maybe some 15ers?" And and then and then you would be like, "Actually, I've got a few 12 year olds too. <laughs> 13 year. I got some 13ers too. If you'd like those, you know, that pizza tastes really good this week and right. it's only been used a few times. <laughs> and then I could be like, yeah, I guess I'll take uh, some some elevens and yeah, tens well and reheat that pizza. You know, yeah. I, I'm I'm sorry. Maybe we shouldn't call them fourteeners with all the pedophiles running rampant. Well, it's just saying. All right, in front of us, it's okay. All right, let's get back to Tyler and his fourteen year olds. <laughs> Early Sunday, checked the weather forecast and brought the right gear for their hike up Mount Evans. When you look at the sky, it's bright blue, everything's great. 14-year-old named Evans. got bad. At nearly 14,000 feet, a storm started moving in, so they rushed to the parking lot near the top to get a ride down. That's when Anna snapped this picture of John's hair standing straight up. I was hearing crackling inside of my hat and a weird buzzing whistling that... Gave me the willies. <laughs> By walking poles, they would tingle, and there would be a shock. It would be about fifty volts. Now, didn't you say, Dave, after a storm? During a storm, after, before, yes. You can get like the, yeah, electric. There's yeah, electricity, especially when you're air. standing on a fourteen-year-old mm-hmm. with metal or fourteen thousand feet, and up. they're fourteen thousand feet closer to the fucking storm clouds. Yeah. So then, yeah. Jesus I mean, Christ. So this isn't that weird. Tyler. No, it's not. None of this shit. He needs to vet his fucking stories. I know. He's, I think he's, he's trying to throw some shit out. He's, he's reaching at this point. That's why he keeps disappearing. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to fucking talk. Yeah. What he needs to start doing is cover some of that QAnon shit. That which arc from the metal to my hand. That was crazy. I, knew, I didn't realize my hair was up on end. The same day, Lori Corliss says she and over 30 hikers were running down Mount Princeton for their hair. lives. Mm-hmm. That's With pretty no cool. no clouds or lightning, they started getting shocked by electricity. We all started feeling our hair stand up. Um, skin was tingling. Everything was zapping us, the backpacks, the poles, and we just screamed, said, everybody, run. Chief Okay, so really strange. Some meteorologists chalk it up to, well, if there's a storm nearby, you're going to have a very charged up. Dave, are you a meteorologist? I have other reports here from hikers that that have been up at these peaks. Nothing but clear blue skies and will just feel this very strange and very almost ominous electrical current begin surrounding them. Must be an alien. They got tased. So, you know, it's it's something going on in in our (laughs) skies, in our atmosphere. Things are going on down below. And uh, it's not just strange weather or earthquakes. Because lastly, I want to show you guys some clips that were taken of some more UFO activity. Good. around the world. Uh, Two of which are what I can only describe as fleets. Fleets of lights. One after the other, one seen here in America, the next seen overseas. I'm going to show you the one here in America first because, okay, it's something we've seen before. We can use it for context, but the second one seen just makes this one look like nothing. You know, so here is the first clip of the so-called fleet of UFOs moving very quickly through the skies above Casper, Wyoming. Hmm. Lightning bugs. Solve that one. Oh, look, what are those? They're growing. Hmm. They are moving quick, whatever it is. Yeah. What are they? I don't know, drones maybe? Uh, yeah. Drones or aliens. 
I, I'll take drones all day long. But a fleet of drones? Yeah. With a little light you on You just them? saw a fucking Angel is Fallen Dick. Yeah, but those drones in that movie are kind of far-fetched. Wait till you see the movie. They're... I mean, I'm sure we have that technology, but... They're not lit up like that. I could see that. Okay, so now hang on. Very interesting. Take a break, clip. Tyler. You shut up, Tyler. We got to talk about your shit. Um, just the other day, I you know was outside waiting for my kid to get on the bus. Mm-hmm. It's kind of gloomy out. I want to say it was Monday, actually, that mm-hmm. day that it rained all fucking day. Yeah. And uh, it was raining, and uh, waiting for the bus, and you know you, you you've seen like groups of birds like flying, like you know it's that mm-hmm. time of year. Oh, the birds are going to start flying south or whatever. Right. Well, these birds are flying west. Okay. Kind of, uh, I would say, let's see, let me get my bearings. Northwest. Yeah. So, not really the right direction that you would be flying as a bird. And, you know, a group of birds. And then, as you, like, looked at these birds and kind of, like, saw, like, look where they were coming from, there was, like, more to like you couldn't see because of the roof of the house like and then so like you look back to the front and you know they're getting further away and then you follow that string back and there's more and and then the string just keeps going and it this string of shit ton of birds kept going for i would say about four minutes Mm -hmm. and they're moving dude they're moving through the fucking sky and and it was at a certain point where finally the end of them, but the front of that flock was four minutes ago. Hmm. Think about that. How long? And if they're moving right. at whatever speed, that's fucking like miles long flock of birds, dude. Birds, it was yeah. weird. And there was a ton of them. I don't know where the fuck they were coming from, where they were going. But they all look like the same kind of bird, too. So I should have filmed that and sent that to Tyler because he would have really strange really things aliens, about yeah. to happen. Like the birds, all these, you know, I, I don't know. They were migrating or something. But it was just weird. You don't normally see miles long many of, them, yeah. of a thing. Anyways, let's go back to Tyler and see what other bullshit he's got. Multiple yeah. objects could be drones. It may not be drones. I don't know. But what I do know is these things are moving extremely fast. There are points in the footage where it appears that, the, that these things will appear from out of nowhere and sort of form triangular formations as they're moving through the sky and others will disappear. So the jury's still out on this. I have no idea. But yeah. it's very similar to other sort of fleet or UFO orb videos that I've posted see the in drone the past. Thing, you know, so if that clip was interesting to you, check out this one that was just posted and captured in the skies above Bogota, Colombia. Whoa. See Colombia again. Whoa. Colombia. No, that is not drones. That looks like when you get a giant group of people to light those lanterns. You know what I mean? Everybody lights and now they're they're flickering. 
and they're, well, maybe, yeah, they are kind of disappearing. That guy's a terrible fucking video. Only in Bogota, in Bogota, Colombia. Only in Bogota, yeah, Colombia. Yeah, they all disappear. That is okay, kind of so But that's what it looks like at first. Yeah, how, first how bright clip, they are We first. had maybe 30 or 40 lights slowly drifting through the sky here. Look it looks the, like the thousands bottom part or the furthest away. And it's like they're and going in something. these things are self-illuminating or if they're reflecting light. See, they're going in something. But it looks to be, there looks to be thousands of them. And this guy who's recording it, obviously totally taken aback. He's trying to get the best footage he can, but we have a massive fleet of objects here that seem to be holding into? information. Mm-hmm. They're not all just going one Portal. way or the other. They're, they're holding this strange blob of a shape as they slowly drift through the night sky, and it's very, very But they're eerie. all going down. So, like I said, if you thought the first clip was interesting or yeah. maybe something you've seen before, I knew that this one would really make you have to sit back and say, okay, what was just seen above Columbia? So big thanks to the viewer who posted that, and, and the links to all these I'll, I'll put down below. So, yeah, with that, guys, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and jump off here and get back to work. Like, yeah, go ahead and jump off that bridge, Tyler. Yeah. Lost a little faith in you, Dave. I don't know Drink if, the Kool-Aid, uh, homie. If, uh, if that video really came it, through like we were hoping. I No, it did not do anything for me other than make me want to not watch any more of his videos. Yeah, I was going to see if there's anything else that's kind of like... You know, maybe like just 10 minutes long-ish. Whoa. What? Scroll down, it says whoa. (laughs) Something undeniable discovered. This may be the end of Secure Team. I roll. Yeah. Um, Man, that's a lot. Let's turn that down. See, that's... That sound that uh, you get. Who are they and what are they building in space? Four months ago? Alright, fuck it. Let's see what it is. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Tyler from Secure Team. Whispering to you today because I'm freaked out over absolutely nothing. I can't hear your whispers, Dave. Oh, I said that's fucking awesome. Alien megastructures, time-traveling space objects, and more. I love more, especially when it comes with two dots. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up, guys? Tyler here with Secure Team. So I want to show you guys a couple of very interesting news stories today that prove once again just how mainstream the UFO and alien topic is going with more and more people. From the academic side, more scientists, physicists, astrophysicists that are seriously looking into this phenomenon. And the very real fact that we are being visited by something from off planet. And so before we get to those stories, real quick, I haven't featured uh, any stories regarding the mystery booms in a while. And so here's a new one, this time out of Cleveland, Ohio, where we had a new story posted on Cleveland 19 News asking the question, what was the loud boom in Illyria last night? It goes on to say, quote, several people in and around Illyria are talking about a deep, loud, house-shaking boom that occurred Wednesday night just after 9 p.m. And uh, as you guys can see here, multiple posts to social media by people around the area, many of which describing it as a, quote, 
deep boom or deep rumble as if it was coming from up and underneath them, something deep in the ground. Uh, one here says around 9.15 p.m. Uh, Tyler, those are called underground earthquakes. Of Illyria. It sounded like it was southwest of us and a loud, deep boom. Another said, quote, hello, I heard it from Illyria Grafton, a deep rumble. Another one, quote, I heard the big boom around nine-ish. It shook my entire trailer and scared me and my children. And finally, quote, a friend of mine next to the police station said it shook his whole building. And so the local Cleveland 19 News said that they checked with the fire department. No reports of any explosions or things like that. Other local residents reported seeing a bright flash in the distance that almost looked like lightning, but basically wasn't there was no storm no rain we've already covered yeah. reason this. for it no follow-up lightning so really mm-hmm. strange again haven't reported any of the mystery booms in a while but they have continued maybe that was a generator like or one of those fucking transformer transformers blue. blowing because mm-hmm. you'd get the bright light mm-hmm. the boom but no rain <laughs> yeah what's this loud shaking rumbles that don't seem to be registering on the Richter scale uh, or are being covered up, one of the two, but these things are almost like earthquakes, shaking houses, sometimes accompanied by bright flashes up in the sky, but would almost seem to be emanating from deep underground as if something is going on down there. So very interesting, Cleveland, Ohio, anybody out there experienced this, put your comment down below and uh, we'll continue to follow it. So... Oh, absolutely not. Tyler, you're pissing me off with these fucking ads. How dare you allow them in your videos? Now on to the main topic of today's video in which there are two news stories that I want to bring to your attention. The first of which comes from NBC News with the title, quote, Why Alien Megastructures May Hold the Key to Making Contact with Extraterrestrials. And the article basically goes on to describe how looking for evidence of what are called Dyson spheres, or basically massive alien megastructures. Why would there be vacuum cleaners in space? Would be more of a good use of time than simply listening for random radio signals and transmissions out in space. (laughs) If you guys remember, over the years I've done multiple (laughs) videos about these so-called Dyson spheres. Probably the the biggest story that brought the theory of Dyson spheres into the public eye happened a couple of years ago where I had posted a video about... Mm. Uh, how astronomers were watching a star and they noticed that the light coming from this star started to dim exponentially and it was dimming as if something was in front of the star or almost being built around the star because most stars if you have something like a moon or a planet that passes in front of them the brightness from that star that we can detect will dim a little bit but not much Usually, if a planet passes in front of a star, the brightness usually dips by around 1%. However, astronomers were checking out this star and were perplexed by the fact that its brightness was taking dips of around 20 plus percent, suggesting that something massive was zooming or or revolving around the star, creating this really strange pattern of light that they had never seen. So that's where the theory of the Dyson Sphere came, uh, which is that basically if you had this very advanced alien race, they would have the technology 
to build these massive alien structures around a star in order to harness its energy. Uh, think of uh, millions or billions of solar panels being built around a star, and that'll kind of give you an idea of what a Dyson sphere would be. It's just a basic, uh, massive alien structure. And then later on, they discovered a second star that was having these huge dips in light. What if they were just, the light bulb was going out and they had to replace the light bulb in the dome? That's ridiculous. What am I even saying? I don't, After I don't think they're using LEDs. Researchers reported that That's over 78 days of observations, Who knows? the star displayed irregular dimming of up to 65% for around 25 consecutive days in a row. So the light from the second star was dimming upwards of 70%. I mean, that is unheard of and can't be explained by simple dust or moons or planets passing in front of it. So basically what this new article is stating is that searching for these alien megastructures would be more fruitful than simply looking for radio transmissions or listening for radio transmissions so very interesting article i will put this why don't we just below. use our the second news report i want to bring to your attention is in regards well, to were, a montana tech professor who has put forth the theory and believes that Supposedly. he has evidence that ufos or most of them are nothing more than us uh, in time machines from the future i always wondered which is that. a theory that's been put forth by many of you guys uh, over the years and definitely would make sense and one of the key pieces of evidence that leads this professor to this theory is that when most people report these close encounters with aliens, they always seem to describe them in the same way, which was that they're all upright, walking, they have five fingers on each hand and foot, bilateral symmetry, and they have two eyes, a mouth, a nose, and can communicate with us Whoa, in our own languages. <laughs> And so the tech professor, the who dad, goes by the name the of son. Michael P. Masters, who has a doctorate in anthropology from Ohio State University, is defending that theory in his new book with the title, quote, Identified Flying Objects. Ooh. An anthropology professor at Montana Tech in Butte has written a book with some pretty out-of-this-world views on the UFO phenomenon. NPN's John Amy tells us about a professor who believes in identified <laughs> flying to objects. Some people believe UFOs visit Earth from planets far, far away. But a Montana Tech professor believes UFOs are much closer to home. The phenomenon may be our own distant descendants coming back through time to study us in their own evolutionary past. Why the fuck would they need to study us? They already writes know. writes about this theory in yeah. his latest Hypothetically, book, yeah. Identified Flying Objects. With a doctorate in anthropology from Ohio State University, Masters uses science to explain why people who report close encounters with aliens always describe them the same way. Extra tempestrials are ubiquitously reported as being bipedal, upright walking, having five fingers on each hand and foot, the same way that we do bilateral symmetry that they have you know, two eyes, a mouth, a nose. They can communicate with us in our own languages. And so, yeah, the theory that aliens are nothing more than humans, but from hundreds of thousands or millions of years in the future, definitely seems to hold water, specifically because of the way they look. They seem to have many of the same features as humans do, albeit they've evolved over the years. 
And many of these UFOs or unidentified flying objects may very well be some sort of time machines from the future. It could be us coming back to observe or, or coming back to help us in some way to intervene. And there could be so many reasons behind it that it's just too many to speculate. So tell me what I you guys think down below. I'll put the link to this article as well as the article on the Dyson Spheres. You guys check them out, but just goes to show... This topic is is definitely going mainstream. We have more and more uh, scientists and astrophysicists talking about it openly, and I definitely think that that shows uh, we've made progress and validates the fact that this is not just a theory or some conspiracy, but a very real phenomenon. So, take a break, Tyler. No, we can just go. We can just send him home. All right, Tyler, go home. Um, you don't you don't buy it, Dave? No. What is it exactly that you're not spending money on? Um, aliens being time travelers. You don't think we're, uh, like we would come back and observe ourselves in the past? No, I don't see where there'd be a need for it. If they come back, they should. They, someone should come back to alter history. But you can't. You can. Why can't you? Well. Well, I mean, that would explain the Mandela effect. Well, I'm, I'm saying. So, well, then they are. But they're not. But they are. They're not. How? I don't, okay, so I don't I don't believe in the whole evolution thing. I don't think we came from fucking monkeys. That's not what's and, being said here. No, but he he said they evolved. Because they don't have any fucking, okay, there's no well, dicks, no let's vaginas. Not, let's not take they, that from fucking, we, we were a fish and look, now we're fucking monkeys. Yeah, but they don't look like humans to me. Okay, but you would, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not buying it, man. Do you, you use a different word it? other than evolve? No, I'm saying I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to discount seeing these things or I the idea I, of time right, travel well, going back or forward. That that couldn't be what it is because if you if you buy into the Mandela effect, then what the fuck is that? Well, that's somebody uh, that's came back and is fucking with shit, changing shit. Yeah. Or it's a simulation. Yeah, I believe in time traveling, and I think that does happen. But I don't think aliens are time traveling humans from the future. Because if you Do believe you even the buy story, aliens though, like that, there's. So what if the whole thing is just a bunch of bullshit? That there's even what? Let's. I think it's asinine. let's simplify this. What if it literally is just Earth? We are a fucking experiment under a giant dome. It's not a flat earth. It's not a globe earth. It's just a fucking dome. If you look at the firmament and all this shit with the right, Bible, right, right. what if that's what it is? So there is no alien. These lights that you see in the sky are lights in the sky. They're not stars. They're not other planets. They're not these other things. They're just pictures up there. You can look in a telescope and see it because it is far away because the firmament, it's, it's miles up, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This whole concept. Let's go with that. Mm -hmm. What would these things be? Well, these would be human-created objects that we just don't know about. Maybe they're not time-traveling, but I think the most likely thing that these things are are our own technology that we're flying around. Now, I like the idea of thinking that there's aliens, but I'm leaning more and more towards that this is just simply not saying flat Earth, but if you take that with kind of that whole how the if you, the Bible talks about firmament all the time, mm -hmm. and and if you look what that is, look that up in the dictionary. It's basically a dome. 
what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's what you want to put into the belief of the Bible, I guess. But then the whole flat earth thing, you kind of start squishing some shit together there, and it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if there's aliens. You've got to prove mm-hmm. that the fucking universe is more than just us at a certain point. Right, no, and... I guess I can see it both ways. Like if you go that route, like, yep, you can't prove that there's aliens. And if there are aliens, why the fuck haven't we seen them yet? Why the fuck don't they interact with us more often? Shit like that. Now that humans are fucking stupid, especially the society we're in now. Why the fuck would aliens come down here and not just wipe us all out, take what we had to fucking offer and go the fuck home? You know what I mean? Well, I think if, if anything, the aliens created us. So I think they would be technically advanced, and they created a slave people, which is us, uh, yep, I'm down to with that procreate too. and make more slaves. Yeah. If you go with the whole Anunnaki thing, which I don't completely discount that, because that, right. to me, makes sense. It makes sense. So what we view as, say, God, mm-hmm. could be the Anunnaki fucking leader that created right. us. Right. So now you take that creation and yes, we could evolve, but not from a fucking fish into a monkey mm-hmm. into what we are now. I don't believe in that kind of evolution. Yeah, me neither. Otherwise, there would be no need for there to still be monkeys. Right, that's or my, whatever. Or fish, or tadpoles. Yeah, because we would have shit. we would have evolved beyond that. Yeah, everything. Well, we would have continued to evolve. Why do we stop evolving then? Why well, are we actually de-evolving? Because we're getting fucking stupid now. Well, that's the thing. We're only seeing a snapshot, sixty, eighty, hundred years. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Among a million that it takes or a billion it takes to fucking evolve to that right. point. So uh, you're not going to see the evolution within your lifetime because right. you only are see- seeing literally a, such a small piece of it. So but that, that, that's their way go, of trying to explain that. Off, let's which go with I the whole scientific thing saying that eventually the fucking sun will burn up earth and all that shit because we're going to get too close. You go well, with, that's nonsense, too. Well, is it? What about not only that, but, like, fucking global warming's fucking killing over the Earth. Really? I'm just throwing everything out there right I, now. I, I mean, anybody that sits here and says, oh, global warming, climate change. Yes, the climate has literally been changing since the beginning of climate. I know that. So that doesn't mean I need to give Al Gore money. I'm not giving him any fucking money. I'm not global giving him warming. credit for anything either. By now, according to Al Gore's movie, Inconvenient Truth, we should all have burnt up and died by now. So he's a liar. So all the money you idiots that are listening to this donated to Al Gore because of global warming, how's that working out for you? And now climate change. Yes, climate constantly changes. Mm -hmm. It's always changing. So to sit here and say, well, we we have to give money to politicians because of climate change. No. That's, no, it's don't. no different than a fucking Jehovah's Witness going around asking for money or a mm-hmm. panhandler on the fucking side of the road. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving you money because of something that you... It's like I show up at your house, Dave, and I say, you're going to wake up tomorrow, you better give me some money. That's fucking extortion. This is what cops do right. when they give you bullshit tickets. This is what happens every single day of your life when you pay taxes. They're already extracting money. They want you to volunteer more, though, is what it is. Correct. This is why I don't buy into any of that shit. If I have to give you money to fix a problem like that, that's worldwide, until you're going to convince China to stop building fucking all these uh, horrible things that put shit in the fucking atmosphere, but yet we're closing all of ours? No. Why? 
Well, well we're doing them. our part. I've had this argument with a guy I work with all the time. You know, we're closing all of our plants. They're opening six to our fucking one closed. So what is what we're doing making a bit of fucking difference? If we close one, they open six. So every one we close, they have six more over there. Well, we're doing our part. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Well, so if we just left ours open and they kept building theirs, it would just be worse. Yeah, but the earth will fix itself. It's been fixing itself, hypothetically, for billions and billions of years. Mm -hmm. So if we get it to the point where, whatever, we are either going to look like Mars, so it's inevitable, so who gives a fuck? You're not going to be alive for it anyways. And, well, the future of our children, your your kids are going to be dead by the time that happens. It's inevitable. Why do we need to give a politician money? It's not going to change anything. No, it's just going in their pocket. You know what I mean? That's the part it's, I don't it's, understand. You're funding them to go fuck little children, basically. Yeah. What? 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 That's what we sit here and argue about fucking climate change and giving politicians money because they're going to fix it. What? They're not going to fix it. You can't fix this until you fucking. If you want to fix it, nuke China. But that's not going to fix it either. No. So because you have nuked China and. and can you imagine the fucking fallout from that? That well, would nuke spread China all around the planet. The, the point is, <laughs> you're not going to fix it. So let's stop beating around the fucking bush and bullshitting about this, and let's focus on what really fucking matters. And that's that everybody that you're donating money to to fix climate change, which can't, it, it's not doesn't need to be fixed. It will fix itself. Earth right. fixes itself. That's what constantly is going on. Hence, climate change. You don't need to give a politician money for that. Or, you know what, stupid people, give me money and I will fix climate change. (laughs) Yeah. And I won't fuck little kids like the people you've been giving money to that are saying they're going to fix climate change, but are actually funding their fucking pedophilia uh, Mm -hmm. problem. I won't fuck kids, but I'll fix climate change just like they are. It's ridiculous and stupid. It is. I hate when people fucking sit here and argue, well, Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah, because she's literally as dumb as a fucking rock. Dude, she's an actress. I would bring a rock and interview a rock in here before I would ever bring her in here. And she's interview a fucking her. actress. We've talked about it before. Yeah. She got a fucking casting call. She's That's how she got a, her goddamn job. But she's a moron, too. Yeah, she's fucking like, terrible. You can, you can hire a really smart actor or hire a really dumb actor. They hired a really dumb actor. Mm-hmm. She's just stupid. I mean, yep. I would love to know her IQ. They should make her take an IQ. Negative you should four. have to take an IQ test before you can run for fucking politics. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways, rant over. Word. See you next time, Dave.
please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. Hello everyone. If your guy or girl's got some facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like, every kid likes to play with your beard, why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. Hey, Ryan. You know what time it is? Yeah, it's time for the Twisted Crypt Haunted House. Holy cow. Opening night, Friday, September 20th, 2019. The first 30 paid guests get a free t-shirt. That's right. They're open all Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through Halloween. Friday and Saturday, they're open 7 to 11.30. And Sunday, they're open 7 to 10. Where are they located? 5420 East State Street in Rockford, Illinois. Right behind Tom and Jerry's and Uncle Nick's. Awesome. We'll see you there. Hell yeah. Yeah. 